You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Tracy Jones, and our pick of the week, our favorite life-changing classic that we want to call out this week is one titled, Ta-da! Books are Tremendous! Oh my goodness, they certainly are, and look who it's by! Edited by my father, Charlie Tremendous Jones, one of the greatest book lovers of all time. And I want to tell you a little story about this. So it's 2008, excuse me, I, my father is ready to transition to heaven. I'm working in defense contracting in the Midwest, and I'm realizing, you know what, it's time to come back and carry on what he started. And I remember thinking, okay, but I don't love books the way he loved books. And I can't, this isn't something you can fake. So I read this. I mean, I read, I read contractual manuals. I read specifications. I read a lot of technical stuff. Um, I I, I didn't um, have a need to read. I just kind of read because it was work-related stuff. But I really wasn't doing the personal or the spiritual development stuff. So I thought, hmm. Are books tremendous? The question must be answered, okay? And I I knew they were, but I just wasn't in industries and I wasn't in a stage of my life where I really fed myself. I developed my personhood through reading tremendous books. Well, that is what tremendous leadership is all about. So I better get on board before I come back to run this company. So this is the one I read. And I just could not believe it. I mean, I knew books were great. Obviously, I'd read a lot as a kid. um, But when I read this, I realized the transformational power books, what books really mean, what books are in the grand scheme of things and how they are just voices and links to the past. So I read this and this really reoriented my thinking towards loving books. And then I understood why my dad was kissing books all the time because he really, really loved them. So in books are tremendous. My dad has a lot of great quotes and they're beautiful quotes that you're like, man, I didn't know that was a book. This is crazy. But he also talks about a reader's prayer, man's best friend, which is a book. I am a book, how to read, what shall we read, study by Oswald Chambers, how to read, read and reread by Charles Spurgeon, excuse me, the value of books, (coughs) excuse me again, and um, read good American biographies, the perfect gift, bookkeeping, original thinkers, and then there's something in the back about a book-made man, not a self-made man, because a self-made man doesn't turn out very good, Um, but a book-made man. So anyways, I open this up, and the first quote is by none other than Earl Nightingale, and he says, books have meant to my life what the sun has meant to the planet Earth. And I'm like, whoa, I need to to read what he's reading. So I just got into this. And this little life-changing classic is so beautiful. Um, It it says, um, Theodore Parker says, the books which help you the most are those which make you think the most. The hardest way of learning is by easy reading. But a great book that comes from a great thinker, it is a deep ship of thought, deep freighted with truth and with beauty. And there, I mean, that's just, it's just beautiful. And it goes on about what a book is, and it's always there for you. And it just goes on and on with all these quotes. And Ralph Waldo Emerson, ready for this one? A man who buys a book is not just buying a few ounces of paper, glue, and printer's ink. He may be buying a whole new life. Woohoo! That gets a kiss. I can't believe it. And then another one, Sir Francis Bacon. Some books are to be tasted, others to be swallowed, and some few to be chewed and digested. And then I love this. Rosenbach says, after love, 
book collecting is the most exhilarating sport of all. Sport of all. So it really talks about reading, rereading, picking those few books, and this is where my father really cultivated the discipline of reading. And um, you know, Albert Hubbard has a quote in here. We know how Albert uh, Hubbard. No book is of much importance. The vital thing is what do you yourself think. And my father would always say that. Don't write down a word I say, but write down what you think as a result I said. And um, it it just goes on and on. Edmund Burke said to read without reflecting is like eating without digesting. So it just goes on about attention, um, what a book is, what should you read. And it says, um, Gilbert Hyget says, these are not books, lumpless life, lumps of lifeless paper, but minds alive on the shelves. From each of them goes out its own voice. And just as the touch of a button on our set will fill the room with music. So by taking down one of these volumes and opening it, one can call into range the voice of a man far distant in time and space and hear him speaking to us mind to mind, heart to heart. Oh my goodness. So when you're stuck, um, you grab a book. I tell people that whenever somebody's in a rut, whenever I'm in a rut, the first thing I do is grab a book. I'm not reading enough. Thomas Carlyle, the, the great man theorist says, the best effect of any book is that it excites the reader to activity. And if you're a slump, you're in a slump because of the absence of activity. Books are the greatest way to motivate you into activity. And Cl Clifton Fandeman says, when you read a classic, you do not see more in that book than you did before you see more in you than there was before. Oh my goodness. And the perfect uh, gift is books and self-education for books. And you know what? People say reading is over. Well, then humanity is over. A big part of what's going on is because we are not encouraging each other to read. And in it, it talks about um, uh, T.L. Haynes and L.W. Yang. He says, the perfect gift books. He says, no man has the right or woman to bring up his or her children without surrounding them with books. It is wrong to his family. He cheats them. Children learn to read by being in the presence of books. So we sit here and we look at how schools aren't producing people and lack of critical thinking and people that can't figure out how to do life as young adults. Are we surrounding them with books? I mean, really good books. We all know the answer to that. So this may seem like old school, but this is the only school. Cultivate a love of reading. It's never too late. Like I said, I was in my mid-40s when I came back to run the company, and I was like, I don't know if I can really feel it like these other people feel it. You can. You cultivate a love of learning. You fall in love with it. You have some books that really pull you out of a tailspin and realize, oh my gosh, everything I need is in the cover of these books. And then at the very back, we talk about, about, um, a book made man. And I love that. Like I said, not a self-made man and about a book made man. And that was my dad. Uh, flunked out of school in the eighth grade. Uh, not an easy life. Um, you know, no privilege, no uh, open doors, no benefits of anything. But he read voraciously. And that's all he needed. Because once you start reading, there's no stopping you. So this is our pick of the week. It's on special this week. Check it out. Get this for you and all the people. Especially, you say, people, they don't want to read. You will want to read after you read this because when you really understand what is in the power of those pages between that front and back cover, you can't help but read. And it talks about how to read a little at a time, digest it, come back to it, step away. And there's a real art and science to it. And so um, uh, Mortimer Adler wrote a phenomenal book, How to Read a Book. That is not intrinsically obvious to a lot of us. Some people it is. So get this book. Books are tremendous. And understand for your team, forget your team, even if your team don't want to read, if you can read all the answers to everything in life that you want to do 
or within the pages of a book. It's up to you to open it up, read them, and apply them. So thank you so much. Uh, books for Terminators, you can pick up copies of this on our website, EDFP book, uh, ebook, PDF, and uh, download this thing or get these copies for everybody, hand them out. But books truly are tremendous. Thanks so much, Dr. Tracy Jones. Thanks for reading. Thanks for growing. Part thanks for being part of our tremendous tribe. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.